welcome back to the Happy Positive Energy Game podcast with me, your host, Luke Anning. And I hope all of you beautiful people are feeling bright and warm. And if not, that's exactly why I'm here. So today we're going to talk about six helpful steps for anxiety in life and business. And anxiety is really a feeling of fear, dread and uneasiness. It might cause you to sweat, you might feel restless and tense, you might have a rapid heartbeat, and it can be a normal reaction to stress. For example, you might feel anxious when you're faced with a difficult problem at work or before taking a test or before making an important decision, and sometimes it can actually guide you in the right kind of space to move. But I used to struggle with anxiety, whether it was having anxiety attacks at work, anxiety in relationships, worrying about people leaving me, it was anxiety in business, fearing not making sales and fearing not being good enough. But there was a there was a there was a continuous struggle. And I know the world is anxiety disorders are pretty much the most common diagnosed mental health psychiatric drug out there. Um, like anxiety prescriptions. I think it was something like 40 million in the US I saw a while back. But I'm gonna go over six things that have been really helpful for me and these are more tangible things. And some of these things you may know, but I wanna ask you, are you doing them? Because it's all well having the, all well and good having the information, but information without action is aimless. So starting off, one, if you think it's just about eating five a day, you're sorely mistaken. Now this came around because I was traveling to Iceland and someone said to me, Luke, I'm really concerned with how much you eat greens. They basically said, you need to eat more. And they were saying, look, Luke, just look up the benefits and come back and talk to me. And I was like, fine, okay. And what we found is that spinach and other green leafy vegetables contain folate, which produces dopamine in your brain. And this chemical helps you maintain your sense of calm. So there's another example, you can get milk that's been fortified with vitamin D, which can boost your happiness, but similar for greens. Greens are gonna be really, really helpful for you. And don't even overcomplicate it here. Like get a sandwich that you prepare in the morning and just throw some lettuce in it, throw some like extra greens. I have a smoothie every single morning where I literally have oats, I have raw eggs. Some of you are probably cringing at that, but trust me, you don't taste it. Um, I have greens, frozen fruit, and then some whey isolate protein. Um, and it's, it's my go-to. Like, I, if I don't have greens in the day, I notice. If I start feeling anxious, I just go and have some greens. It It's like my go-to. So if you're thinking that it's just about your five a day, you're sorely mistaken. You must have your greens. Second... Anxiety is simply a lack of presence. Now we talked about this a a few episodes back, but anxiety is when you're not conscious. And think about this from a mothering standpoint. You tell your mum that you're gonna fly across the world and if she's bound by fear and anxiety, has had previous travel issues, you know, she's got a deep sense of care about you. She probably reads the news, which is anxiety inducing. And then first thoughts are, Maybe, what if you lose all your money? Or have you got your flights booked? Or have you got insurance? What about this? What about that? You might have even been asked those questions by your parents or by relatives or by whoever it is. And it may have been a little bit annoying, right? And they're not out there to stress you. They're not out there to hold you back. But it's a lack of presence. Because if we slow down, think about your relatives in that spot. It's a fear projection because they love you. 
total presence in that moment would look like a release of these questions and looking at you and touching base with you. And here's a little hack on getting present that could be really helpful for you. So wherever you know, wherever you are now, you could be listening to this driving, so please be careful. You could be listening to this on a walk and I would encourage you to just slow down. Um, but whatever that is, focus on one thing in front of you. Could be the lights, could be the microwave if you're in the kitchen, could be whatever. And I want you to stare at that for 30 seconds. I'm gonna start the countdown, 30, 29, 28. And I want you to look at the details and not just look at it, be deep with it, present with it. Because when you do that, you are in a space of change and, and enlightenment. There's an intimacy with it. There's a complete presence. Now you've got about 10 seconds here. So just take a moment, stare at that thing, whatever that is, be embodied with it, be curious about it, be present. Because ultimately, anxiety is a simp simply a lack of presence. And when we're being extremely present with just simple objects, we can actually release that. Number three is detach your claims of anxiety being yours and you'll stop identif identifying with it. So it's not yours. It's just a feeling you get. Have you ever heard somebody say, oh, I'm struggling with this because it's my ADHD or oh, it's just my anxiety or I'm just, you know, it's my depression. This isn't just a case of it's not just yours. Feelings are temporary and if feelings are temporary, then it doesn't matter. It's coming to pass. This too shall pass. Identifying as I am an anxious person or I am an overthinker or I'm somebody who gets worried at, at X, Y, Z. That's just bullshit. You're human. You're human and you're naturally there to have anxiety. It's a natural human feeling. And it would be strange if you didn't. So detach your claims of anxiety being yours and you'll stop identifying it. Number four is you're expecting your body to function appropriately when it's not rested. So of course you're gonna be distressed. Jordan Peterson, clinical psychologist, one of the most renowned speakers at the moment currently in the world, in his book, 12 Rules for Life, he talks about how with many of his psychological patients, the first thing that they focus on is sleep pattern. Because sleep regulates our circadian rhythm, sleep regulates your hormones, which regulates your mood. So of course, your body is going to be anxious if you need rest. It needs rest. So if you get up at 7am regularly and then weekend get up at 10am because you got fucked up the night before, I mean, even just pulling out the fact that alcohol is a toxin and your body's going to feel ill being on it, it's no surprise you're anxious. I genuinely can't stand anxiety. And you guys must have had this before if you've drunk. Even just one or two glasses of wine, certain people can feel anxious the next morning or feel anxious in that day. But recognize if you guys can align your sleep pattern and get yourself enough rest. And enough rest would look like you waking up without an alarm. Then imagine how regulated your body would feel. So step four, like I said, is you're expecting your body to function appropriately when it's not rested. So of course you're going to be distressed. Number five is are you really going to judge yourself because you're human? So oftentimes that we get anxious and we just start dodging, judging ourselves. Oh no, I'm anxious. I shouldn't be anxious. I shouldn't be this. I shouldn't be that. But like I said in point number three, 
it's human for you to have anxiety. So of course, judging yourself is like judging yourself for being happy. Do you really judge other people for being happy? Maybe you do. Maybe that's something that you've got to work with in, internally. But are you really going to judge yourself be, for, because you're human? And step six is you really need less coffee than you think you do. You're just currently maybe addicted to coffee and your body freaks out when it's not getting it. And that's because caffeine stimulates your fight or flight response. And oftentimes that can really put you in a great sense of focus and, and get you really aligned. But if you're accustomed to regularly consuming caffeine and abruptly stop, you can experience withdrawal symptoms such as headaches, anxiety, fatigue, depressed mood, difficulty concentrating, tremors, irritability. Imagine the withdrawal symptoms are the exact reason why you would go back on. And caffeine withdrawal is not considered dangerous like withdrawal from opioids, but it can be difficult and distressing. But I think cutting back naturally is going to really, really helpful for you. And including that, getting enough sleep and exercise and staying hydrated so that you don't feel the need to have caffeine to push you that little bit step forward in your day. Now, don't get me wrong. I still have typically probably, I probably have three or four coffees a week. Um, and that's going to be around the start of my day. It's going to be, I get up, do a little bit of my mini morning routine, and then I'm going to hit it around the 7, 8 a.m. mark to, to get me a real sense of focus as I work on deep project work for a few hours. But the same for you guys, like, it's about having moderation. So if you want to reduce your anxiety, if you're a, if you're, if you're a big tea or coffee or energy drink drinker, how about we go from four cups to three? the first week how about second week we go from three to two and then two to one you're weaning yourself off and just be smart about it you don't need to go cold turkey you just need to recognize that you really need less coffee than you think you do you're just currently addicted to caffeine your body freaks out when it's not getting it so the six steps to reducing anxiety in life and business is one if you think about just eating five a day you're sorely mistaken Eat, it, eat your greens. Two, anxiety is simply a lack of presence. Number three, detach your claims of anxiety being yours and you'll stop identifying with it. Number four, you're expecting your body to function appropriately when it's not rested. So of course you're gonna be distressed. Number five, are you really gonna judge yourself because you're human? And six, you really need less coffee than you think you do. You're just currently addicted to caffeine and your body freaks out when it's not getting it. And guys, if you took anything from this podcast, if anything landed, who do you know that would benefit from this podcast? Who do you know that regularly gets anxiety? Because it's not about me, it's not about you, it's about getting these messages to people that genuinely need it so they can raise their vibrations and for us all to create this happier, positive energy game of life that we're in. So for everybody listening, keep moving forwards, don't ever stop, I appreciate you and I hope you have an awesome day.